Hope the weather's uh, not as bad with you as it is uh, here in central London. Although I think it probably will be. It's rubbish everywhere today. So it was first thing this morning. I got roped into uh, being a, uh, a workplace taxi. It's apparently too wet to uh, catch the bus or a train. Uh, and as I, as I was driving, the roads were so busy. I said, why is it so busy? It's Monday. I thought people worked from home and like extended their weekends. And I, it was pointed out to me, no, it is actually Wednesday. So that was a bit of a treat, really, to kind of realise it was Wednesday and not a Monday. But we are halfway through the week, so I thought, let's, let's rate your week. I want to find out about it. Eight out of ten for me. Eight out of ten. Monday night with Noel in Bournemouth was absolutely awesome. Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, been talking about it. That was incredible. Take my older two kids to it as well. Brilliant times. But the tiredness yesterday was horrendous. And the fact it's summer holidays and the weather's awful and there's a five-year-old at home who can't go outside because it's so wet means I haven't really recovered from Monday yet. So... Fatigue is taking a few marks off, so 8 out of 10 for me so far. Uh, Alex in Doncaster, not ideal. Working through a wet, miserable rain on horticultural jobs isn't ideal. We crack on, we're waterproof, just. It's our first year as a gardening business. We're booked up for the majority of the summer. No room to push the clients back, so pack a back and wellies it is. And I've got two gigs to look forward to this weekend. Uh, I'm going to give that a 10, Alex. You've not masked it yourself, but uh, I, I don't think that's too bad. Nine and a half out of 10. 10 from Carolan uh, says husband and I both had good wins on the premium bonds this morning. Not a huge amount, biggest we've ever had though. Uh, so a solid nine and a half from us both. Uh, Maz says my week's just got a whole lot better. On annual leave, heading out to Abu Dhabi on Monday. Uh, JJ, see, not everyone's having a great one. One out of ten. Eight dog walks since Monday morning, soaked on each one. The joys. I was moaning about my tiredness earlier. Uh, Alex says, 7 out of 10, you got nothing. I'm on 45 hours in work since Monday so far. Luckily, my boss is amazing, Mark Cannon. Hats off to you, Mark. Uh, Lisa's hanging on. Lisa, rate your week. It's been a good, solid nine. Nine out of ten? What's been going on? Uh, I'm doing an intensive plumbing course. Um, I've learnt how to plumb a bathroom and today have fitted a bathroom... And uh, then I won 250 quid on the premium bonds. Well, first of all, this is not the first premium bonds win that I've heard about this afternoon. Sounds like everyone's winning. Uh, so that's great news that you have. Uh, secondly, why? So what's, what's taking your mind over about plumbing then? Why have you wanted to do that? Is that a big change of career or...? No, I just don't like paying plumbers. <laughs> and you just plumbed and piped your own one? Piped and plumbed a bathroom and then stripped it out and we've got to do it again tomorrow. Fantastic, Lisa. Well done. Uh, Rich, rate your week, please. Uh, it's six out of ten so far, mate. Pretty average. Well, it's above average, I would say. Five would be middling, so six is better than worse. Uh, why six out of ten so far? Well, I'm an electrician and there's been one too many loft spaces to crawl around in so far this week. So it's just pretty, you know, standard bog average stuff, really. How's it going to get better, Rich? Well, I'm off to the Lake District on Friday for a walking weekend and a few beers with friends. And, uh, yeah, that's a long weekend, so that doesn't end until Monday. So it's definitely going to be a better end to the week than it started. Fantastic. And you're not going to find much electrics up in the Lake District? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> Perfect. Enjoy. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Have a good one. The Daily Takeaway. 
Uh, we need to talk about the supermoon last night. You see it? Supermoon. It's the point when the moon comes closest to the Earth makes it look massive. Whenever it happens, people take pictures, stick it up on their social media. Looks amazing. And you think to yourself, oh, I wish I knew about that. I would have watched that. that would have been brilliant. Well, because it's going to happen twice this month, there was plenty of talk about it yesterday. So you had the chance to know it was going to happen. Stand outside and watch it. Well, it's a good job it's going to happen twice this month because last night's was rubbish. It's cloudy, there's nothing to see. What a letdown. So underwhelmed after all the talking up of it. Nothing to see. Happens so often, doesn't it? Something gets talked about so much... You build it up in your head, you finally get to see it, never what you imagine. I will chuck Stonehenge in on that list. Remember the first time I drove past it? Is that it? I know that could be heresy. What left you underwhelmed when you finally saw it? Tom says the original Wembley Stadium, it was okay. Don't know how I feel about that, Tom. I remember going, used to love it. Sistine Chapel, says Ian. It's the greatest artwork ever. Ian Percy. Nah, I don't fancy it. Uh, Karen, what left you underwhelmed when you finally saw it? The Sydney Harbour Bridge. Um, <laughs> That's a long way to go find something disappointing. Yes, yes. Um, and it's very small compared to the amazing bridges that we have across the force in Scotland. So your advice to anybody who wants to go to Australia to see the Sydney Harbour Bridge is take a trip up to Edinburgh, go and see the Fourth Rail Bridge. Absolutely. Or the road bridge or the new Queen's Ferry Crossing. They're equally <laughs> stunning. <laughs> Got three of them to choose from rather than go to Sydney. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Love it, Karen. Thank you. Thanks, bye. Uh, Wendy, what was it for you? The Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> now, now I've, I've not been lucky enough to go to New York. So tell me, what was disappointing about the Statue of Liberty? Um, it just wasn't as exciting as I anticipated. It was a freezing cold December day. Um, we'd flown from Manchester the day before and we were very excited to go and see it and it was like, is that it? Really? <laughs> that is what I said when I went past Stonehenge, so I get that sensation. Do you think yeah. if you went and it wasn't a cold day and you hadn't just literally landed from Manchester, do you think if it had a second chance you might have been more impressed? No. No, not at all. No. <laughs> well, we'd been to um, the Burj Khalifa in the September of that year and I think that just spoiled everything that we went to see in New York. In fairness, <laughs> if you'd recently been to see the tallest mm. thing in the world, anything yeah. else isn't going to seem as good, is it? Not really, no. No, <laughs> no. It was, it was definitely disappointing. And what was worse, I actually caught COVID when I was over there as well. Do you know what? I'm beginning to feel sorry for the Statue of Liberty because she had everything <laughs> stacked against her for when Wendy turned up. 
that's the one, yeah, definitely. Uh, Judith says, went on an educational cruise when I was 15, visited the pyramids. <laughs> I can't believe someone's performed the pyramids. Was totally underwhelmed. Expected to travel far into the desert to see them. Wasn't expecting them to be on the outskirts of Cairo. Huge disappointment. Uh, stick that in your TripAdvisor review, Judith. Uh, Joe, what left you underwhelmed? The Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa. Wow. OK, right, so... What's underwhelming about it? Because I've never been to the Louvre and seen the Mona Lisa. Oh, it's the smallest painting ever for the most expensive painting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how, how close can you get to it? You can get really close, but it is behind glass so that you can't touch it. But you've got to get, beat the crowds to get to it. Right. OK, so you can get quite close because it's behind glass. So I, I'm, I'm trying to sort of, like, think of, like, uh, a size equivalent. A, a dinner plate, first of all. Compare it uh, to a dinner plate. That is like A4, like an A4 piece of paper. Really? Size. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'd find that underwhelming. Yep. And when you know how, you know, the fuss that's made about it and how expensive it is, it's, you make a beeline for it. There's so much more art in the Louvre that is better than that. All right, Mona Lisa. Well, Joe, I'll tell you one thing. You are not the only person to have got in touch and said the Mona Lisa this afternoon. If, if I was actually charting the amount of people that have said various <laughs> things, Mona Lisa is out in the way by such a long way. Well, there you go. That says, don't, don't make a beeline for it. If you ever go to Paris for a nice romantic weekend, don't waste your time. Hello to the Paris Tourist Board if you're listening this afternoon. <laughs> Everything else about Paris is lovely. The Mona Lisa, no. Oh, no, someone else here says Paris. It's worse than Birmingham. That's Dean in Birmingham. <laughs> I can't comment about that because I've never been to Birmingham, so... <laughs> <laughs> Good to talk to you, Joe. Take care. And you, love the show. Bye. <laughs> 